Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 129. It's a beautiful day as a headliner is revealed for the new Sphere Arena in Las Vegas. Details on the rock legends who will take the stage with or without you. Plus, a high-end dining experience that will definitely have you stopping to smell the roses at Bellagio. And a new restaurant that could be a new celebrity hotspot. Kelvin Harris sets his return to the Vegas Strip at a venue where he hasn't been seen in over a decade. And in tips, we reveal a great place for some vintage vibes. Let's get to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 129, and summer is just, it is absolutely flying by. We're already in August, and July seems like it was just like a blip on the radar, doesn't it? It really does. Dana Roselli here, Sean McAllister. I am like, it's so humid here. It feels like New York. What's it going does. on? It does. I know. Everyone's having hair issues because <laughs> we're not used to having this kind of humidity in the air. It's rained just about every other day if not every day, like little for, bits. Yeah, five minutes. Today we got a five-minute rain shower. It was great. Yeah, but there's <laughs> been flash flood warnings. There's been thunderstorms, which I love a good thunderstorm. Yeah, I, I do really too. do, and I missed them the last few years. We hadn't gotten a lot of rain. No, and, you know, I don't think we've had a podcast since we had that big downpour and storm. No, we where haven't. Where the rest of the world thinks that we're all, like, over here – Underwater. Underwater. And, you know, the, the roof at, at Planet Hollywood, there was video of it, like, kind of coming down right on some of the gaming tables. Circa Resort up in downtown Las Vegas, the entire sports book flooded. Um, I saw Derek Stevens post a video after that. He was a great sport and said, you know what, we're open today. Thanks for everyone's support. I mean, everyone handled it really quick, but there were all sorts of casinos that were flooded. And everyone's like, how did this happen? Uh, I yeah. don't know, but... And by the way, we're about uh, a week uh, out from when that flooding happened. Yeah. It was, we're recording this on Thursday. It was Thursday of last week. Right. When all that crazy rainstorm, like back-to-back storm cells came through, lots of rain, torrential downpours. Um, and I just saw that the Circus Sportsbook is back fully open again. Oh, good. So okay. that's good that they got things, yeah. you know, back to where they needed to be. It was a mess for a lot of casinos. It really was. I mean, and it was a bit unexpected. Like, I've been here a long time. You have too. I don't know that I've ever seen damage like that inside hotel casinos. We have our normal spots that always flood. And really, behind the link is kind of a spot that floods all the time. It's more of a flood channel, actually. It's almost supposed to move the water through. And I know our friend uh, Kip Kelly on Twitter was saying everyone was texting him, asking if he was okay, thinking we're completely underwater. And then he was sending people a picture of sunny skies and, you know, 100 (laughs) degrees the next day because that's how we roll. It looks like, you know, absolute hell. And then we're just, you know, back to normal. Well, in the flood, even in uh, parts of downtown Las Vegas on just the, the roadways, there was up to a foot and a half of water in some places. Yeah. But... That's kind of like, I had, uh, you know, working in TV, we've had meteorologists around us for years. And one meteorologist I used to work with said that Las Vegas is kind of like a bathtub. The mountains around us are like the edges of the mm-hmm. bathtub, the, the, and picture it with a drain in the center. Mm-hmm. And that's how Las Vegas yep. is shaped. So it's like the low spots in the center of this valley. And so when, when it rains, 
all the water just comes down to one spot. And we have had some great flood control, you yeah. know, channels that have been built. And so when you see flooding happen in Las Vegas, I, my point is it drains pretty quickly after the rains come. But yeah. for a period of time, there is a bunch of water around. Yeah, and, and, and there was a lot of cleanup, you know, like yeah. branches and stuff that gets washed along with it and, you know, garbage and all sorts of stuff that, like, gets picked up and moved. So definitely a, a big cleanup after that, that's for sure. It's funny because you and I were hosting a pilot game show that night, and we were there for about 10 hours, so we missed the entire thing. We were looking on our phone. But the funny part was is we were in the Luxor, and I was saying to you, like, we're in the best hotel casino for a storm because when the rain hits the Luxor, it just it goes right down the side. Goes right down the side because we're in like a big tri- triangle. Well, like and it. it's funny because the next day when I had to be back down on the strip for something, I forget what, but I was looking at the uh, casinos on the strip that flooded, and they do a, a lot of them have flat roofs, mm-hmm. like the at Caesar's Palace, right? The roof over there casino portion is a flat roof they don't have hotel rooms built over top of the casino Mm -hmm. it's just like kind of a one-story structure yeah you know planet hollywood same thing it's like they have the flat roof over the casino area Mm -hmm. so that does make it more prone to flooding when you don't have those structures built over the big common areas Well, and speaking of odd-shaped buildings, I guess that moves us right into what we wanted to talk about first today, and that's the MSG Sphere, which is being constructed right now and really coming along. If you've driven by that area near the Venetian, um, it's a huge, huge sphere that they're building. It's a $1.8 billion arena, and it's going to have this incredible LCD screen around the whole thing. We've been talking about it for a while, but set to open in 2023. But we had a big announcement recently, and we thought, you know what? We haven't told everyone about this yet. That's right. Uh, Rock Legends, you two are reportedly, this is according to Billboard, going to be uh, the first headliners announced at the Sphere, which is an incredibly huge get mm-hmm. for Las Vegas. Huge. I don't even because U two's never had a you know quote unquote residency here. No. So I mean it's cool because it's like a brand new feel and vibe and you know show for Las Vegas. Um, and they're legends, like you said. So I think it's cool, and I think I think it's going to be cool to see what they do over there and how they make the experience different. You know, it's supposed to be immersive and a and a whole new experience in in in. In live concerts. So, I mean, I I don't know what they're going to do, but I can only imagine it's going to be really cool. I mean, and with the visuals that you're able to really immerse everybody into, you know, with Mm -hmm. I think inside that sphere, um, the audience will be surrounded with 270 degrees of uh, screens. And that goes above them, behind them, to the side. So it really is going to be a a very cool place for artists Mm -hmm. to perform because there's just so much creativity that goes into it. The last, uh, several years ago, it's several years ago now, like five years ago maybe, I saw you two, I believe, at MGM's Grand Garden Arena. Mm -hmm. They were here on tour. And, you know, they had all these stages with these you know, 
LED light panel boxes that were coming up and down. And so they're used to dealing with visuals. So it'll be cool to see what they do in this new space. Yeah, it really will. Um, and they're going to be doing, I guess, um, a several months that they've committed to, and they will perform on non-consecutive days. So that's some of the information coming in. And the sphere will be connected to the Venetian via this like 1,000 foot long pedestrian bridge too. So you'll be able to get over from there. So anyway, love a new update on the sphere because we're all watching it and just in Marvel going, you know, what is this thing going to look like in the end? And what's it, what's it going to be like? So excited to have you two coming as the first headliner. Yeah, and speaking of uh, musicians, we didn't have this on our uh, list of things to talk about, Dana, but I did want to mention, um, it was just announced that Bruno Mars, who is a headliner at Park MGM, is going to be opening his own lounge on the Las Vegas Strip. It's called Pinky Ring (laughs) by Bruno Mars, and it's going to occupy the space that is now known as Lily Bar and Lounge inside of Bellagio. Oh, okay, right. I like the Lily Bar and Lounge. Okay. I know, but... That'll be cool. You know, Bruno, I bet it's going to be a a super cool vibe, especially, you know, considering the vibe that Silk Sonic Mm -hmm. brings. I wonder if it'll have, like, that kind of funkadelic... Right, I'm sure it will. Yeah, and that's like a, a good shag spot. room kind of spot. Yeah. I think Bellagio needs more lounges like that, too, you know? It, it used to. Yeah, it used And it to was great. It. Yeah, I, I agree. So that's cool. Bruno Mars opening a lounge. I love that. Well, also in the Bellagio, they announced that they're doing this new dinner there. And we thought we'd chat about this just for a second because I'm just going to say it right off the bat. It's pretty expensive, which makes you know <laughs> right off the bat that this is is something that... I mean, if you want to come splurge in Vegas and have an experience like no other, you might want to do this. So it's the iconic Bellagio Conservatory and Botanical Gardens right there next to the front lobby. You know, beautiful space. They change it up all the time depending on the season. Lovely gardens. Well, they're doing this thing called the Garden Table. It's available for brunch or dinner. And it invites guests basically to enjoy this Epicurean adventure at a table set within this the beauty of the Bellagio like floral masterpiece there. So it's a special prefix menu and there's a whole lineup and and I don't know, maybe we'll post this at some point on Twitter or whatever, what it actually includes, but you sit and I think it's right next to the restaurants there in that there's kind of like a gazebo ish looking thing. Yes. I think it's right in there is where they put the table. So, uh, but it's $250 per person exclusive of tax gratuity and beverages it's available wednesday through sunday from 5 p.m to 10 p.m and that's the dinner part and that's by chef michael mina and then they're like i said they're doing like a breakfast too but it's a whole big experience there's tons of details to it but if you want to splurge and do something like this i mean 250 well, a person is is worth it for the experience. Well, and that's what it is. It's a very exclusive experience. It's not like you're going into a small restaurant with a handful of tables. No, no, no. Like, you are the only person doing this experience as it's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have other people around, except for the people who are there to visit the Bellagio Conservatory. Right. But, I mean, this is like a very one-on-one, personal, upscale, high-end dining experience that, I mean, 
you're not going to get anywhere else. No. It really is cool. Yeah, it's a cool idea. So I love it. Uh, Bellagio unveiling that just recently, and I believe it's it's up and running. So go check it out. Um, hey, Kelvin Harris returning to the Strip, this time at XS Nightclub, where apparently he hasn't been or appeared in over a decade. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I guess he's been more over at like Omnia yeah. and Akasan. Uh, for his Vegas appearances. Um, I, re- I remember talking about Calvin Harris all the time because mm-hmm. he was here performing like during his, when he was with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And then like, didn't he get into a car accident at leaving a parking garage or something? Oh, I don't know. There was something that happened. Okay. I think that was in the Taylor era too. Right, right. But anyway, <laughs> that's, a, that's a sidebar. Yeah. Kelvin Harris is back uh, over at only. XS Nightclub. Yeah, one night only, but, you know, probably not the only time that um, you'll be seeing him here in Las Vegas, but at XS anyway. Yeah, so it's September 17th. Um, if you're interested in going over there, I'm sure it'll be packed, right? Absolutely. And speaking of, you know, celebrity appearances, um, there is a new restaurant that has just opened here on the Las Vegas Strip. It's called Toca Madera, and it promises to be the new celebrity hotspot. Um, they have a restaurant already in West Hollywood. They have one, I believe, in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have another one in Scottsdale down in Arizona. Um, but this is uh, by the nightlife and dining group Noble 33. Um, they spent something like 10 million bucks on this restaurant. Wow. I went in there uh, for a little preview dinner last night and I mean it is a whole vibe it's like mm-hmm. a Mexican restaurant with you said Japanese? a Japanese That's interesting twist okay which is kind of cool and you wouldn't think that that goes together but it does mm. and they do it the way that they have the menu um, the decor is beautiful the food is phenomenal yeah I wasn't quite sure what to expect but it was, it really, everything we had was delicious. Oh, good. And, and it's right, just in case you're curious, uh, it's in the old spot where Todd English Pub used to be. Then it was called, I think, The Pub. And now it's this. And somebody had said, I remember I even like tweeting like, oh, a Mexican restaurant's going in there. And everyone's like, oh, we don't need another Mexican restaurant. But I didn't realize it was going to be like at this level, you know, like it being... You know, yeah. I just thought it was just going to be some Mexican restaurant joint. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But like, I didn't think it was going to be like a high level restaurant and like, you know, Mexican with a Japanese inspired. Like, that, that's cool. I like that idea yeah, for there. Their cocktail menu, incredible. Okay. Um, so there's a lounge when you walk in with a bar and then there's a dining room behind that. There's a private dining room and also um, a VIP dining room, which is also super cool. Um live entertainment happening as well. We're going to get into all of it. We're going to go back yeah. and really have the experience again mm-hmm. and then give you our whole experience. But just wanted to let you know, Toca Madera open over at the shops at Crystals. And who knows, you might see a celebrity there. I know. And the reason we say that real quick is I talked to one of the managers over there. I was doing a Vegas on shoot and he said, we've got this restaurant coming in that is going to be a celebrity hotspot. So that was from his mouth. He said that uh, they expect a lot of celebrities to visit over there. So that's cool. And a place we've already seen celebrities at the grand opening was 
at Lisa Vanderpump's new restaurant over at Paris, Las Vegas. And Dana, you were saying you were just over there and it looked like there were a bunch of celebrities by the way people were acting. Sean, it was like a Tuesday at like 6 p.m. I'm walking by to meet my friend at Paris who was in town visiting and... I'm like, what's going on? Like, where are all these? Like, what? Something's going on outside, you know, Vanderpump. But it was people waiting to, like, get in or trying to get in. Before I went, I was looking for a restaurant in Paris Hotel that I could meet my friend. Like, oh, what's open? You know, what's not booked and stuff. Yeah. And Vanderpump Paris was completely booked. And so I walked by and it's like... Yeah, it was like people were on their phones trying to like, and trying to, you could tell, schmooze the hostesses to get in. And I was like, that Lisa Vanderpump, remember we mentioned that the one at Caesars is always the same. Yes. And I wondered if this would be that way, but that whole pathway leading up there was not busy. So it's not like the Paris was busy. And, you know, it was like basically everyone was gathered around Lisa Vanderpump's new cocktail lounge. So it's an attraction. It's an attraction. She... I swear, whatever she touches just turns to gold. I mean, she has the she has the secret sauce. Yeah, whatever it is, she knows exactly what she's doing, and people do just flock to her restaurants and and night spots. Right, it it was insane. So, um, the, uh, safe to say that that restaurant is doing well. <laughs> so you didn't eat there. Where did you eat? Well, we ate at Gordon Ramsay's uh, Hell's. Oh, not Hell's Kitchen. Why am I going to say Gordon Ramsay Steak. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay Steak, yep. which I had never been. You recommended, and I said I was meeting my friend there, but it was booked on Open Table. And so I thought, well, let's just try and, like, walk in and see what happens. And they let us in. They had a space for us, which oh, was good. really nice. Um, Side note, going to backtrack, I walked by Martha Stewart's restaurant, and it wasn't open yet. It said, coming soon. We recently just looked it up, and it looks like it's possibly open now. So Now, oh, The Bedford. The Bedford. So by that's, Martha. That's next to Vanderpump Apari. Then we bend around. So we go to, yeah, Gordon Ramsay's Steak. I've never been. I've never even been inside. I don't know why, but I guess I haven't. So anyway, we went there. We got in. First of all, the staff that greets you there is so nice. Like, they are. They really are like, is this your first time? Welcome. So I love that. They did offer a little prefix thing if you wanted. The waiter comes, tells you what you can get for the prefix. And it's like, you know, appetizers and your main dishes and a dessert and a wine. Um, but we passed on that because we both kind of wanted to get something that was off the beaten path of that. I had a great steak, though. Some great sides. Uh, the Caesar salad was delicious. It's definitely pricey there. It's it is. expensive. It is. So It's like um, a strip steakhouse. It is, yeah. Price-wise. And they said one of the chefs from Hell's Kitchen, one of the winners, was in the kitchen that night. So that oh, was good. kind of fun. Yeah. And then um, we decided to go somewhere else different for a dessert. And so that's going to be in my tip segment. Okay. So you want to just head over to tips? Hey, let's get right into it. All right, so Dana, uh, these past three <laughs> seconds, I've been on pins and needles to know about your dessert experience. Well, uh, my friend that I was with, Jeremy, he likes to, you know, because he was only in Vegas for literally like 48 hours to do a business deal. So he was like, wanted to pop around to different places. So I'm like, okay, well, let's go somewhere different for dessert. So we went over to Mona Miga B, which was also slammed as usual. Patio was full, but we're like, can we just sit down and have dessert? And there was a line of people waiting to get in. And they're like, sure, you can sit at the bar. And I'm like, we can get dessert at the bar. And they were like, of course. I love the bar over I there. I know. So there's the indoor bar, bar and the outdoor bar. but And, and the, you know, as long as there's seats. And they were so nice. They're like, sure. Like, what do you want? And then we're like, well, we already kind of drank a little. So do you care if we just get coffee? 
and and they were like sure and like you know they were just so nice there and we both ordered desserts they were great at recommending and then we had a little vibe around us and it was a beautiful night so i loved it and that is a that's a small bar area right mm-hmm. when you walk into to monami but right. i i've had the same experience there every time we've gone in whether we're you know waiting for our table to be prepared or whether we're just going in for a couple drinks um, it, the staff really is so nice. They have great bartenders there. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's always busy. So you think like these people get sick of, you know, Taurus and they've got, but no, they handle it really well. They're so nice. Even the guy that had his like iPad out, I was like, can we sit out on the patio and have just dessert? And he was like, listen, you can't just get dessert because I've got people waiting in line that right. are going to get dinner. So like, and I totally understood he, but he was the one who was like, but go to the bar. And I was like, okay, great. They were so nice. You know what? Maybe this can be an ancillary tip of the week because chances are if you do a walk-in, a lot of restaurants, especially popular ones, are going to be fully booked. However, um, many of many of the restaurants, you can walk in and if you have a seat at a bar, they will offer a full restaurant menu. Mm-hmm. And you get like direct face-to-face service with the bartender. Right. So you don't have to wait. You don't have to like put in the order for the cocktail Mm -hmm. and then wait for the server to bring it back. Like Mm -hmm. it's all done right there. Mm -hmm. And you do get great service at the bar. Yeah. I love sitting at bars for dinner. I know. I know. It's fine. I think when there's two people, it's fine. Yeah. When there's a bunch, I'm like, I can't see you. It's not curved and all that. But two people, you're right. I mean, why not? Yeah. So, all right, that's my tip. And you've got something completely different you wanted to talk about. Um, You walked into a store off the strip recently, and you said it was really fun, and you wanted to let people know about it. Yeah, it's over in Henderson. It's called Zia Records. So Shane, my husband, and I, we have a record player in the living room and a bunch of... We have new music um, on vinyl, but also like some old vintage it, so it all started okay. are you creating those carrie and, and mr big moments when they cook dinner in the kitchen <laughs> and they play the record player do you, we, I, we actually do do that <laughs> when we're making dinner sometimes we will put on a like, record we'll put on you know frank sinatra right. live at the sands or mm-hmm. live at sahara wherever he was love it um just like for a vibe yeah, yeah okay um but it all started because at a few years ago now uh Debbie Reynolds' estate. Debbie Reynolds, a mm-hmm. Hollywood actress. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an auction to get rid of a lot of the stuff that she had just had in warehouses, a lot of her personal things. And we bought some things at the Debbie Reynolds auction. Among them uh, was her record collection. Oh, neat. And it's like her personal Judy Garland oh. records from back in the day. <gasps> That's um, cool. Like the Oklahoma original Oklahoma Broadway soundtrack that was like personally, there's a personal inscription to her on the inside that she got for her 16th birthday. A lot of the records have like her handwritten notes on the inside about cool. which tracks she liked. Ooh. So really cool. So that's why we ended up going to get a record player back on track now we went to zia records to see what we could add to the record collection Mm -hmm. and it's great they buy people's you know records that they're getting rid of and add it to their collection and we got a joan rivers uh stand-up 
oh, album. I love that. From, I think, 1983. She did this stand-up act. Oh. And so we came home, we listened to that. It was like $2.99. Oh, and so like you just bought that. Just oh, bought okay. it. okay. Well, you're going to have to share that with Frank Marino. I know. Our it, friend Frank. It's great. And that's what I... We mm-hmm. listened to it and... Shane actually said he was like oh my gosh this sounds exactly like Frank Marino uh, yeah and, and Frank if anyone said, doesn't well, know has been impersonating Joan Rivers in drag for many many years on the strip yeah so so, so that was great um, so Zia Records has all sorts of vintage vinyl and it mm-hmm. ranges in price you know depending on the collectability right of it but sure. there's some really affordable stuff there's also new vinyl artists are mm-hmm. releasing their music again Harry Styles his new stuff was out and displayed prominently there right. um so it was, it's just a really cool spot. They also have DVDs and CDs mm-hmm. and old stereo systems yeah. from back in the day right. that are still operational and really have great sound quality. But it's just kind of like, you know, it's not the newest thing out yeah, there. So yeah. people, you know, go for the new shiny thing. But, but the classic <laughs> stuff is great. Yeah. But like you said, records are back. And I think Zia Records is probably going to see a lot of people more than they're used to over the next couple of years. Yeah. Because you're right, artists are releasing... Uh, my friend Matt Goss, our friend Matt Goss, uh, released his new album in the UK on vinyl, and people came to the record store for signings and bought the physical vinyl. They yep. wanted that more than... They were even buying cassette tapes. It's like, it, there's par- something about it. It's you know? funny. There was just a, a story on the Today Show about yeah. how cassette tapes are coming back. Right. It's like, Like, I for know. the first time in... in- 15 years Mm -hmm. sales of cassette tapes have gone up oh my gosh isn't that funny isn't that weird well speaking of that this is going to kind of a personal uh, Matt and Dana moment we were just getting ready to move him and you know he was in a band called Bross because he moved back to the UK right he moved back to the UK and um, maybe go into more detail about that next podcast because I am getting a lot of questions about that but anyway um but anyway, we were going through some of his old stuff, you know? And you know when you find those blank tapes? Yes. And you're like, I don't know what's on it. Like, because back in the day, you may have, like, said something into the recorder really yep. stupid, or you were a teenager, or who knows what it was, right? Or old songs. So anyway, we found a few cassette tapes that weren't labeled. And, he's, and you know, what you have to do before you throw them out, what he did was he took the, you know, the tape of the cassette and pulled it and broke it. You have to, like, destroy it. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, and I was like, oh my God, I remember doing this back in the day when I wanted to throw a cassette out. I would have to pull the tape and like break it to make sure that no one would like know what was on it. Yes. So anyway. Oh my gosh. I, we yeah. had tons of those tapes. My sister, she's nine years older than me. So she tormented me as a child uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. And when I was little, I couldn't say my R's. Right. And so she would sit me down in front of a tape recorder and she would say, Say railroad tracks. And would you say railroad? Railroad well, tracks. <laughs> say say shirt. Say shirt. Say shorts. Shorts. Yes, those are the kind <laughs> of tapes that you had. That's the thing that we did on those cassette tapes. And then she would make me read a book that had all these R words in it. And oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you can say Roselli. Made, I, Roselli. <laughs> I have my R's down now. Okay, good. <laughs> so anyway, Zia Records, and I believe that they're doing a pop-up event um, 
for this Psycho Las Vegas weekend, which is happening at uh, Resorts World August 22nd. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a music festival, and Zia Records is going to be doing a pop-up there as well. So look for them. Yeah, sounds good. And it looks like they got a couple locations, one on South Rainbow, too, so FYI. But you went to the one on Eastern, right? and Eastern. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that's our tips. That's it. We got a lot of things on the agenda for next week we're already going to be talking about. Um, Sean went to Frankie Marino's new show. Frankie Marino, not Frank Marino. Not Frank. (laughs) Uh, He had a longtime residency at the Strat, and he's been doing stuff at the South Point and the Smith Center, and now he's got a a weekend residency at the Palms. We'll talk about that because we're also going to talk about – Sean and I are going to go visit. There was a, a grand opening of the Ghost Bar the other day but we decided you know what we're gonna go spend some time there and get the real feel of what's different in the live music atmosphere probably have a night this, out yeah have a night out probably this week so we'll talk about that um and then a couple different things that are open some things with nevada discounts if you're on the strip if you have nevada id a new liquidation center that opened with hotel furniture inside that you can get for cheap so all that coming up on episode 130. 130, we're already there. Can't believe it. Man, summer blazes on. <laughs> See you next week. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go to Vegas.